welcome to In the Green Zoom, bringing you comedians backstage from their bedrooms. I'm Paul Danke. We had a lot of fun this week. An intimate affair. We spent some intimate time with Ryan Singer and Maggie May, and uh, Matt McCarthy comes through, of course, but only for but a moment, and his son Jack is rolling, not shotgun, but the proverbial shotgun, though he is safely in the child seat in the back. Mm. I love when we get the big group together, but also when there's just a few in the Green Zoom cast members. It really feels like you get to know these these people a little bit better. Our guest this week is one of those people that you have definitely watched her videos, whether you're a comedy person, a comedy fan, or just a human being. You've seen them. Um, she's the the genius behind the mom videos that are so popular on Instagram and uh, she's so hilarious in them and so routinely, consistently funny and is such a professional delivery. I just really, I think she's fantastic. The star of the new indie horror comedy, Too Late, Alyssa Lim Paris is in the green zoom this week. So nice to have her here. She's so funny. And yes, though I do have a small part in the indie darling horror comedy, Too Late, sure. Of course I do. So there's a little bit of self-promotion in here, but I got to really tell you, Alyssa really is the real deal. We were supposed to have Jenny Zagrino on the show as well. She actually pops in like a phantom for even less than a second than Matt McCarthy, but we're going to have her on another time. But Alyssa's here with us this week and she is hilarious because she is in a horror comedy with me. Who am I not to latch on to the theme of horror for the genre of my questioning for the evening we talk favorite horror movie deaths we talk uh, and this is actually a, a question i think you should put to all of your friend groups what qualities do you look for in a friend to do crimes with it's important you gotta have a different tier system for friends there's the inner circle emotionally but then there's also the inner circle for professional crime and because I, uh, this is, I would, what do you call this? So for your consideration, an early push to have me nominated as some sort of podcasting host of the year, I engage in a purely visual comedy bit for uh, way too long on this episode. So bear with us for it. I actually think you can kind of understand what we're talking about, but I don't know what I'm doing up here. Are we late? I feel like you're late. I, oh, we're... Are we fighting? Uh, we cannot be the people that go into the comedy show fighting when they walk in. You can always tell the people that just fought in their car when they walk into a comedy show. And oh, there's right there. There's another couple. Every, everybody's going back out, and uh, it's it's tough. We forgot how challenging it is to get ready together and meet up somewhere on time for something as it's happening. It's very stressful. And um, um, hey, are we good? Oh, we are. I, I knew it. Just a simple misunderstanding. Be gentle with each other out there. Let's dip in there. I wanna, I'm, I'm excited. This is gonna be really fun. Let's head into the green zoom. Hi everyone, welcome into the green zoom. Oh wow, I said that wrong. Ryan, how did I get our own name wrong? Welcome to In the Green Zoom. That's the name of the podcast. Uh, Ryan Singer is here with us. We've got uh, a limited limited crew so far. Maggie May is also in the building, and um, we've got so far one of our guests has arrived. Uh, a new friend for me, a 
a really hilarious performer and entertainer, um, star of the new horror comedy, Too Late. Uh, we have Alyssa in Paris. No, 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 no. I would say you are the star. You have scene stealing <laughs> lines and moments. It's you. It's yours. It's yours. You're, yeah. I mean, it's, I'd like to Alyssa. say that I was actually the star. Maggie, Maggie it's hard to. That's I'm going to watch actually the fuck it. out of that movie. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be starring <laughs> from the audience. I agree. Maggie is the actual star of the movie. At, yes, from from excitement. Yes. yes. Wait until it's I make an Instagram post about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, is that the star? <laughs> You're going to make the post and even share it to your stories. It'd be a very you... funny thing to do to just start promoting a movie really hard, like a fa- like a famous movie. Kind of <laughs> yes. just make people think you in it. <laughs> so excited for the new Avengers film. It was great. We did a lot of hard work. Yeah. If you look so close, many people. You might see someone you know. <laughs> you might. <laughs> yeah. I or whoever. Yeah, yeah. The guy that plays Captain America. You know him. <laughs> Are you? You'll have to watch and find out, but we're all really excited. <laughs> What's it's the movie funny, you would... It- do that too though like if you could pick any movie to convince everybody oh, you're in God. which movie and i think any movie and throughout history of time you could pick right now oh wow ryan is this too early for me to throw a question out there paul no i love that you you jumped in with the prompt uh well before i even had thought about it um that's a great question i already know so, what mine is but i won't lead off no please, kick, it off, kick it off okay, kick it off okay i think i would um I definitely would do it to, it's either, oh God, it's either the movie Braveheart or the movie Ransom, just because I love that one line (laughs) from Ransom where Mel Gibson goes, give me back my son. Like that, that line from the trailer (laughs) made me like, I'm seeing this fucking movie. You know what I mean? And it was uh, crazy. We, we had never seen a son be taken before and that, that, (laughs) that was nuts. (laughs) We didn't know it was possible, folks. We had no idea. Yeah. In the so. cinemas? No. no. <laughs> oh, shoot. They're taking a boy in this one? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is serious. And they probably and had the... Girl, taking girls. They had the craziest <laughs> scene. someone in... who could be a child soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Kids should be fighting back, it felt like. Yeah, because yes. in that movie, they, if, you, if you ever saw that movie Ransom, starring Mel Gibson... Um, at the height of his, at the height of his career, before everything crashed and burned, uh, he there was a scene where his eyelids were taped up because uh, he was being tortured. Oh. And I remember seeing that and being like, "This is the fucking. This is the. That's the worst. That's the last thing I'd want done to me." That's why I can't watch. Taped up. That's why I can't watch really scary things because I'm like, yeah. Now all every day I'd be like, I hope no one tortures me in the eye today. <laughs> but they could. Yeah. I know about it. <laughs> yeah. My imagination's like. I'm at a movie. Let's go there. I'm in it. I, I've suspended all disbelief, and I am constantly terrorized by things that I see in movies. It's yes. terrible. Yes, it's so terrible, uh, Ryan. So those are the movies that you would put. I think it'd be into? ransom. It'd be. Ra- I'd, I'd try to convince ransom. people I was in the movie Ransom, um, if social media existed back in 1997 or whatever year that movie came out. That's a great one, Maggie. What would you uh, try to convince people that you were in? Um. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't really talk about it a lot because I don't want to brag, but uh, I was in Girls Trip. 
Oh, wow, God. of course you were. You were so okay. I was one of the girls. I was one of the girls. Uh, I was the one who missed their flight and was not there for any part of the movie. But I was in their hearts. Mm-hmm. Not enough that they'd bring me up at all. But that's, that's part of the background of the movie. Yes. There was a yearning, a missing throughout the film that mm-hmm. I felt like now I know why. Because it was yes. you. They needed you there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Alyssa, what would be a movie you'd put yourself into? What do you well, what do you think you should convince people you're a part of? I I think that I could kind of say that I was sort of I was background in if I if I told someone like I was background in all in the Godfather movies, you know, they might they might I could probably <laughs> I could probably say, oh yeah, yeah, no, I was in I was in the Godfather. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You were you were small, right? But you were you were there at the uh, party. Oh, at the dinner. at the wedding. I was oh, at yeah, the wedding. Were... Yeah. yeah, I was at the wedding. <laughs> the flower girl at the like, wedding. We don't even know which one, but like, there's like always a wedding. There's always people who kind of look like me in it. It's like, yeah, yeah. We all had accents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a thing we did back then. Yeah. For for me, um, it would definitely be Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh. Be- because they're both looking and they go, I didn't see you, but also listening and think maybe I heard it. And then uh, I, I would definitely be trying to imply that I was the baby because yeah, I love a, that foul mouth baby character. God, that's a great, that's a great way to go. Now I want to change my answer to the movie up. <laughs> just let people try oh, to figure uh, it out. <laughs> Were you the dog? That's what you're going to try to convince people? Oh, remember, man. The dog, lost- remember when the dog ran into a squirrel and had a, they had a conversation? You don't remember that part? <laughs> Oh, it must have been in the cutting room floor. Oh, you. There was a helicopter during our scene, so they had to cut it outside. <laughs> a helicopter during the, the animated. They animated a helicopter oh, yeah. in. That's, that's how much yeah. they didn't like what I was doing. But anyway, I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of really great people. <laughs> you always got to know that it's not... You don't have to give a lot of a performance when those helicopter plates are around because the audience is... They're nervous. They, mm-hmm. they know film has taught us um, from ER to apocalypse. Now those helicopter blades kill people. It, it, mm-hmm. It's exciting. I love the, the ER. idea of them animating in a helicopter so that they can cut this. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They go, oh, we just, we couldn't grab yeah, it. It's just, just the noise. It's wow. unusable. It's unusable. Sorry. <laughs> Matt McCarthy, what's up, buddy? Are you driving to the show? Uh, yeah, you guys are already in the green room. I'm I'm late to the show. <laughs> oh man, you got to get here. The Booker's pissed. I know. I just big feel big like industry been... in the audience tonight. Huge industry. <laughs> Huge industry. Like like unusually large people exactly. from the industry. <laughs> We've never seen them this large. Yeah, when Mr. Hollywood himself shows up, you you get you know you want to bring up the A stuff. Hey Matt McCarthy, I want to I want to throw our our prompt to you. I don't know if you've been able to keep up with what's going on here, but we uh, Ryan Singer put out this great question: uh, What movie would you like to convince? Try to convince people that you actually were a part of. What do you think you could actually convince people you were maybe a part of? Oh, I could tell people I was in The Departed like nobody's business. I like, think you. I'm looking. I'm like, wait a minute. No, you you were. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sold. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the guy Leonardo DiCaprio uh, uh, beats up. 
Oh yeah, you do have that. He had it coming face. It just yeah. says, yeah. "I want to see yeah. the Golden Boy lay this this guy out." Definite Irish mafia thing going on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how how well my connection is going to keep, but I just I was excited to jump on because, like uh, Alyssa, I'm from Rumford. No. Yes. No, you're oh. not. Yes. Do you know I went to St. Margaret's, which is in Rumford? I went to St. Margaret's. What? I am wow. class of 93. I, I don't even, I, I, that class of 93. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I didn't stay the whole time. I was just there till like second grade or something. Wow, and you know, I used to go to Krugnali's Bakery every morning and I didn't, guys, I used to go to this bakery in Rumford, Rhode Island, and they had their, they were known for their tomato sauce pizza, right, Matt? Like strip Right, pizza cold square pizza. With like tomato sauce on it. And I didn't like the tomato sauce, so my mom would bring in a knife and go into the bakery, and in front of this woman who, who made the pizza would scrape, <laughs> would scrape the tomato sauce off in front of her and put it in the trash and just give me basically a wet piece of bread. And um, yeah, anyway. That's my memory of Rumford. That was a top way for me to eat pizza as a kid. I loved pulling that cheese off and getting that wet bread. I thought I thought wet bread was better than pizza. And I and would I try to get Yes. Okay. I still to I, this uh, day. My my yeah, no, my cousins uh he's, actually my cousin John still lives on Sykes Road in Seacock. Wow. I love that so much. I bet we know so many people in common. Oh, I'm, I, it's it's madness to me. Yeah, because oh, like I I, st awesome. I started seeing your videos, and then I was like, oh my god, this girl's from Seekonk. I love it. Ah! Yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah. Look at that. Amazing. So, How big is this so, town? I don't know why. Really I don't know why, why Ryan so Singer surprising. isn't also from Southern New England. Yeah, Ryan. Any uh, any, any thoughts? You know, god. actually. This not that this prompt was try to convince someone you're from a town that you're not from, but I actually spent about four. <laughs> I spent four years just outside Seacock, uh, down in uh, New Haven Beach. New Haven is that a place? Beach. Wow, <laughs> sounds like Connecticut. Is that Connecticut? No, it was. We were actually right on the other side, but like uh, my mom was, she liked to think that we were from Connecticut, so uh, but we weren't really. Wow. But she told people we were. So that's why she said New Haven Beach. Wow. But it was really uh, Manchester Field. <laughs> See, all of this sounds real to me. It does none of these. But it kind of sound sounds fake. fake to me, but I don't know. I don't want to. I. He might be bluffing, but it would be so rude if I was like, your childhood town sounds fake. Well, no, I went to St. <laughs> Anthony's for three years over there. And then... Uh, you know, my dad got transferred, you know, he worked for a company, AK Steel, but then we got transferred out of there. He... <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alyssa, you're saying that you don't like um, scary movies? Well, I like our scary movie, but I just think when well, yeah, I see... Of course. When I see sometimes things, I'll freak out and my boyfriend will be like, it's all fake. You know, there's a gaffer there and there's like a guy saying cut. And and I'm like, yes, but the image now is in my head that this is a potential thing that could happen. And now it's, I don't, even if this reality is fake, it's like, this could happen again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, is this, but is this inspiring? But people do this. That's what my brain always yeah. tells itself right. is like, 
yeah, they're making a movie, but things like this happen all the time. And that's exactly that. Fucks well, me I can up relate so bad. to that. I totally relate to that. And when I'm watching a very scary movie, it's funny what you said your boyfriend does. I try to zoom out the frame a little bit so I can see like the camera or somebody just to like in my mind be like, you can handle this. It's a fucking movie. It's just yes. a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I still end up turning it off. Like I tried to watch The Conjuring when I was house sitting one time and oh. I was all by myself in someone's house. I didn't and Ooh. I turned it off within like eight minutes. I was oh, like, I'm yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't watch scary movies when you're house sitting. I, no. I, I actually did that once with a friend and the power went out and we spent two hours and we had we couldn't find we couldn't find flashlights or matches or anything. It was it was horrifying. One of the worst nights of my life, no doubt. <laughs> oh, terrifying. Oh, this is I'm gonna based on your um yours and mine a lot of people have experienced i do want i do want to hear this is our first topic or our second topic um uh, your favorite horror movie death from from film past um my favorite i'll go first i know matt's matt's gonna have a hard time with this narrowing it down so i feel feel kind of sorry for matt about this prompt it's a little too broad uh, but for me my the one that fucks me up the most that like sticks with me that i love is from creep show which came out in like 1982 and it's Ted Danson. <laughs> he gets buried up to his head at the beach and the tide comes in. And I remember watching it as a kid. And that was a moment of realizing like, Oh, you could do this to somebody. Oh my God. And it just, it, it terrified me ever since. And I, I've been buried and I hate it. I hate being buried at the beach because of that movie. Who's burying you at the beach? Kids? Oh, friends and friends and family <laughs> okay what's well, hired assassins <laughs> yeah <laughs> people that i've wronged you know <laughs> you've wronged them and then they tell you everything's fine and you think you can believe them and you, know, you get to move on with life and then you all go out for drinks and they slip you something and you wake up uh buried up to your neck at the beach it could happen to any of us um that's why i don't drink alcohol in public anymore um Maggie Mae, what's your what's your favorite horror movie death of all time? Um, I'm not a big horror movie person. I'm highly traumatized by horror movies. I'm not one of those that can. I was listening to Alyssa, your, your boyfriend. I can't do that. I can't separate my mind from it. I can't do anything. I will tell you the movie that that uh traumatized me the most, though. That is the Child's Play franchise. Because mm. I love Ooh. dolls. I'm a huge fan of dolls. I have like a bunch of fashion dolls. I'm a Babysitter's Club doll in my house in my 30s. But like, so like that <laughs> didn't, you know, and I had just gotten a Dolly surprise. And I remember the commercial. They're like, hi, I'm Dolly. Want to play? That bitch went back to KB Toys. I was not yeah. about it. I was not here for any of that. <laughs> like, to the point where like I would... I didn't want to see movies in the theater because I didn't want a new one to come out and have to see the trailer. Yes. Oh. And then at some point in college, I was like, there's no way they're still doing this. I want them to double date with a friend. Me and my friend went out with twins and I'm watching the preview. Uh. And <laughs> yeah, they were like <laughs> spilling beers and double mint gum all over everywhere. But um, I see the, the trailer is like a little baby's side of the head and something is like this is not gonna be for you like you're not gonna like this just trust me you're not gonna like this close your eyes right now so i closed my eyes and i heard the shift in the music 
And I know mm-hmm. that damn baby turned its head to the, and then it started doing that Chucky laugh. And I <laughs> screamed, jumped over both twins and my friend and ran out of the theater <laughs> screaming. Oh my God. Worst. <laughs> I hate they it so much. Be, they're going to be making those forever because that little doll was fucking terrifying. It and it's terrifying. like it's like this little doll, and it's like, can't you just kick? Can't you just kick it? It's I mean I that was like my frustration with that franchise was like it's a tiny little doll, like kick it away from you or you know what I mean? Like to me it was so implausible <laughs> that this little doll could wreak so much havoc. Um, that but it, then like, that's the scary it, part because it's yeah, like no why way aren't they just kicking it. Yeah, is it unkickable? <laughs> Nothing I think like I've only one. watched like one of them, and I think the one of the premises, like I think the doll is like inhabited by like an in, uh, like a demon, right? And through some like ritual, if I'm not mistaken, and yes. to get and yes. for to become a real, to become like or become like a, it was like a serial killer or something maybe I think, and then so he's trying to do some the spirit of the serial killer I think is trying to use the doll to become a real person again I think if yeah is, that's is why right? he becomes obsessed with the boy because he wants to oh, go in the boy's body that's right that's right and the but the spell he has to say as the doll <laughs> to become. <laughs> Become the boy. It's like ten minutes long. <laughs> so you, they have all the time in the world to stop them from actually finishing the spell. I remember sitting there being like actively angry that he hadn't like finished the spell yet. That he had so much time. He had so much time. Uh, Alyssa, uh, do you have a favorite? Alyssa, do you have a favorite? I don't think I have, I don't think I have, oh, I think we're echoing. Oh, I think we're echoing. Oh, I hear too. Oh, I hear too. Hold on. Let me see. Is it like that on my end? I, oh, is this the trailer for I, like the new horror no, film I called think, The Echo? The Echoing? I think oh, we got yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> Star of Echoes. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, uh, we, we're we fixed it. I Alyssa. Think, I, I, I don't have, I, I don't really, I I don't know. I don't have one because yeah, I don't I also get kind of terrified. But I is the question the most traumatizing death? <laughs> or the best death? Um I would say the one that I the one that you either liked the most or it seems like whichever one is stuck with you the most is also well, a good way to This is a spoiler for Sopranos. So if someone hasn't watched Sopranos, just block Ooh. your ears at this point. <laughs> but when they kill Adriana in The Sopranos, that was like the, that death has stuck with me more than any TV killing. Cause it was like, oh, just, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, that, that, that was the most human. And like, it felt so just, yeah, brutal and, oh, yeah. I know. That was was a tough death. You really knew it was coming for so long. That was and, it, and you knew it wasn't I, her fault and she just, it was just like she got duped and it just was, and they didn't want, oh, it was just, yeah, that that was, that was tough. I know, Silvio didn't want to do it, but he was Yeah, and he had to, dra- the dragon. definitely oh! going to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. oh, oh man, damn, that one rocked me. Uh, Matt McCarthy, have you, you've, I gave you the most time. I let you go last on this one because out of mercy. No, you, 
you know what? We're, we're both dads. We both understand the pressures that our families put on us. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, this, this is true. I don't know. This is going but somewhere. I, but no, I, agree. I, 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 I don't know why. I'm, <laughs> it's just because I'm driving. It's just because I'm driving. I know that. I know that. Um, um, oh, the echo's back. Oh, the echo's think, back. It's you, Matt. It's you, is it Matt. Me? Is it me? No, it's me. It's definitely me. Oh. You think it's Jenny Jenny Zagrino is here. She's um she's on Phantom mode. We can't see her. Oh, we're actually in the same car. That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh my god. That's the podcast twist I'm waiting for. My favorite of all time is um in the first Nightmare on Elm Street, uh when the girl winds up on the ceiling. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody's. I don't want to. Oh, yeah. I don't want to go into too much detail on what happens. Oh, yeah. oh, right. <laughs> oh man. I'm not laughing at you. I would never laugh at you. Oh. Hey. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Hey Jack. Say hi, everybody. Hey Jack. I'm play this oh, video cool. game later. I'm gonna get that. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to get got. Anyway, <laughs> there's a, I don't know the actress's name. She was in um, Better Off Dead. She's the girl that dumps John Cusack in Better Off Dead. She's also, I believe, Judd Reinhold's girlfriend in Fast Times. Um, I'm sure she wound up playing like a mom on some random TBS sitcom at some point. But at we any all rate, do. She's she's the first she's the first one to go in the very first Nightmare on Elm Street and it is they were never able I mean they were never able to top it in the rest of the series I mean like there were other ones that were like more bizarre and they kept you know like in improv terms they kept heightening mm-hmm. but uh, like there was never anything uh, as impactful and downright frightening as as. Uh, as her scene in the very first movie. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to revisit that one, even though I don't want yes. to, and I've sort of sworn off. The, the pandemic, especially, I was like, "There's no way I'm watching a zombie movie right now." Right. I can't. I don't need that stress. The droning stress of horror films is. It, it, I don't need it. Of course, too late. Not stressful at all. Well, what they do is they cut it with comedy. Alyssa, as you know, you're bringing your comedy chops to it, uh, as well, Jenny Zagrino and a lot of the other great cast. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's balancing out the recipe, the, the salty and the, uh, the, the, the umami. There's the umami-ness mm-hmm. to it. That's the horror. The, the Are you going to tell sweet. us where we can see this movie? You can or download it. For, you can pre-order it on iTunes now if you want to view it. Oh, you can. IPhone. Uh, you can. It's on all um, devices. It's on all devices. I, I do believe. Um, um, oh, that Alyssa, seems almost too easy. You can just go and do that right now. Like no on problems? my iPad. You can. You can watch it. You watching on iPad. I don't recommend watching on your phone because this is a big ideas type no. of story, and um, and you're wanna, you're going to want to see Alyssa's work on a, a much larger, at least an iPad. At least, At least yeah. an iPad. Yeah. Put it on the tablet, for God's sake. 
not even the Kindle Fire. I know they do pretty you know, 4K video, but that's too small for this. Um, uh, I You're definitely telling me the should... Kindle has gotten into the video game? <laughs> Kindle's been in the video game. Oh <laughs> so... my God. Yeah, the, the, move, the book, moving books, books the, that move. Oh, the book went to video. Wow. The book went to video. Now, be careful, because I know a lot of people like to tuck in before bed with uh, a, a film, and I don't know if this is a right before bed type of movie. I think, and I've been saying this, too scary. Okay. Yes, yes. So I'm going to have to watch saying, with friends. I'm yeah. going to have to watch with friends, potentially, maybe have a viewing party of some kind on a smart yes. TV. I would recommend... yes. Yeah, and maybe even if uh, if you want to watch it with some friends in another state, you could you could have them order it and you could watch it together and connect via Zoom. So you're that's having what a I shared mean. that's what viewing I mean. experience. Um, mm-hmm. I think everybody should do that. Um, it's it's certainly how I'm going to be spending my summer. I'm going to be organizing these with all of my family members privately, privately. constantly throughout the summer. It's like the cut call of be... movies. You like doing like <laughs> two screenings a day. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm opening up as a side hustle. You can um, subscribe to it. You can tune in, or we'll do a private private. Uh, I'll be your private dancer. I'm in that part of my career now, where whatever if that's what it takes, um, I will I will act out my part for you while you watch it. Isn't that um, really how it goes? It kind of starts that way, and then somewhere in the middle, you you're like, no, I'm only doing this one thing, and then you kind of get to that saying, yeah, okay, I'll dance again. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what do you want? Of course I will. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? What else do I have? I mean, it's terrible. Um, here's a great one. Too late. It's available. You can uh, you can pre-order. I think you can even watch it now. Um, and it poses a great question. Let's 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 read this question out to everybody. It's three a.m. What okay. is it? Too late for? Oh, it's three a.m. What is it? Too late for? Ryan Singer. Oh, I just keep thinking it's 3 a.m. I must be lonely. I just keep hearing that song in my head. Yeah. It's, you know, by. Um, it's you know, 3 a.m. I must Rob, be lonely. lonely. Yeah, Rob Thomas, right? Um, <laughs> the uh, It's 3 a.m. It's too late. Well, I mean, it'd be off brand for me not to answer milkshakes, but it's it's too late Ooh. for milkshakes at 3 a.m. 2 a.m. Like, you just just under 2 a.m. Still fair game. Yeah, because 3 a.m. is the witching hour. 2 a.m. is the milkshake hour. You get in at that that 2 that two a.m. That's a perfect diner milkshake time. But 3 a.m., too late for a milk, too heavy. No, too they're, heavy. they're, and plus they're, they, they're, they're, they're cleaning the blender by that point. You know, you might get a little suds in your, your you don't want that. Yeah. I once ordered a milkshake too late at a Fred 62 Ooh. in Hollywood, and I ordered a strawberry milkshake because I'm a sweet boy. And uh, it was a tomato flavored milkshake, and I, oh. I was wo- I'm wounded. <gasps> and people, no. They would say, "Well, tomatoes are fruit. Tomatoes oh, are right. fruit." Salty say. creaminess. Ah, uh, wow. Well, uh, you want a ketchup milkshake? No, not no. even in Canada would that shit fly. This is Mm-mm. horrible. Alyssa, it's three a.m. What is it? Too late for. I would say it's it's too late for um, like rational thinking. We're in a danger zone. 3 a.m., we're, it's not good. This is not the time to think new thoughts or old thoughts. Okay, you want to try to cut those out right away. 
<laughs> yeah, you got to get out of your mind altogether. That is, yeah, get you in your body. Run for the hills. <laughs> no thinking at all. After no. Three, yeah. <laughs> That's best case scenario. That's best case scenario. Cause yeah. When I hear someone likes to ride at night, I'm like, aren't you spiraling at night? When do you right, spiral? What are you riding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I'm fully untethered. I'm not going to sit down and tighten anything up at that point. Totally. <laughs> Your men at that time. Two, you can still kind of fall asleep. Three to me is like, it's getting close to four and that's the morning. So then you're worried about the next day. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah, 3 a.m. is full of a, I fucked up. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, no reason to be doing this right now. <laughs> but isn't that also the time when like, you're like the most optimistic about the things you can accomplish the next day? Yes. No. Um, like, cause I'm thinking like, you know, I'm going to get out there tomorrow. I'm going to do it all, you know? And like, before I go to sleep and then I'm like, I'm optimistic because yeah. I haven't had to do it yet. And then I wake up the next day and I'm like, I'm not doing any of that stuff. Yeah, totally. Those were moron thoughts. What was I doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Alyssa was talking about too late for thinking about you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're up at three thinking stuff, you're not going to wake up until like 11 and then you're like, my whole day is gone. Totally. Yeah. It's over. It's over. I woke I up at like start. 7.30 day. You ever do that and you're like, what? I, every, I guess you guys have kids. So it's like, I, this isn't even fair to say, but anytime I wake up before eight, I'm like, I'm a, I did it. Um, I've, I can, <laughs> I can do anything. Look at me. I've had so much of the day. I've been awake. Yeah. I, if I'm up before eight o'clock, whenever, if I wake up and see the clock, I think I can go to sleep until eight. There's nothing so important that I can't sleep until eight o'clock for unless it's traveling you go oh hmm, look at that see you later 7 30 a.m I don't need to know you yeah I don't yes we're not close yes Maggie yeah. May it's 3 a.m what is it too late for it's too late to get a nice meal that you don't have to cook yourself Ooh, that is for sure You're especially right. in LA <gasps> I feel like not cooking it is going to be some bullshit. End of sentence. Yeah. I know I, I went, but that was the end of the sentence. <laughs> I feel like when I'm traveling is when I really want to eat at 3 a.m. And that's when there's there's nowhere. And you don't, every town looks so weird at three o'clock in the morning. Like yeah. Denny's? Your best bet is a diner. And like diners are always hit or miss. Yeah. Or like 7 Eleven. You know, you're like, what, what, what? Yeah. What can I microwave here that's going to exactly. not make me feel like a child? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're basically, you can get food somewhere that they also sell vaping products. That's the only that's way. That's a problem. It's I ate the sushi from a 7-Eleven once. I was desperate. Oh. And I got to tell you, it wasn't half bad. No, it, it was. It, it was at least half bad. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of roll was it? Like a hot dog roll? Uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I think it was a Totino's roll. Uh, or wait, aren't Totino's pizza rolls? Isn't that sushi? Um, <laughs> it's a wrap. Oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> yeah. Matt McCarthy, it's 3 a.m. What is it too late for? It's too late to start a movie. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Because you'll finish like, should it. Should I put something on? Yeah. It's like, what? why would we start it now? That actually happened to me um, uh, twice in, in college. Um, 
one time I was home. I didn't go out with my friends for some reason. And one guy, he came home and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I went to the video store before it closed. Some girl said, what, we didn't know who he was. It turned out to be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's like, some girl said I look like the guy in 10 Things I Hate About You. And so we watched it. Like, like he, he left the bar, went to the video store, went back to the bar. Then when he came home, we watched it all the way through. And then at like two, three in the morning, we were like, um, do we like this movie? Actually, he must have he must have gotten home at two. And then we watched it. So I like got like four. We were like, couldn't decide if we liked it or not. So we watched it again immediately after. We were up until past sunrise. And Cool. Thanks, Matt, for driving into the Matrix. That was cool. Well, he, they <laughs> ran it back. I have never. I don't think I've ever ran we it lost back. Matt. Like that. Watched a movie and ran it back immediately. <laughs> no, no, I've never wanted it that bad. I've never cared. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I have done that, but the, the, the closest I ever came to that again was um, we started at like midnight or or one a.m. Uh, Magnolia. And we got through the first tape and the guy was like, I was like, I don't know if I like this. And he's like, yeah, me neither. He's like, should we put in the second tape? I'm like, I got to find out what the hell happens. <laughs> so we stayed up finishing it. Like, I got to know if I don't like this movie. Can't go to bed wondering if I don't like it. That's going to be a terrible night's sleep. Hmm. I definitely end up at like not three o'clock, but even, even in the two o'clock hour, sometimes you'll end a movie around there. And then if you're streaming on one of the services, suddenly I'm just like watching trailers and I'm like, what am I doing? Am I gonna, what, start this movie right now? I'm like, no, but I'm, I'm gonna see this trailer. I mean, it's tough. Cause as much as it's the worst time, it is, it does feel like free time. It feels like pure, it feels so pure. You're like, nothing can touch me right now. No one wants me, there's nothing that could, yeah, you can't get an email at 3 a.m. It's like, yeah, this is just, yeah. <laughs> That's not, yeah, that's actually true. It's true psycho hours. You just get to get into whatever wild shit you feel like doing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, for me, three o'clock though, that's um for me, that's too late for having a drink. I like having a drink from you know time to time, but when it's three o'clock and someone's like, Do you want to have a drink? I go, No, suddenly I'm mad. I'm like, no, that sounds disgusting. I don't even want to think about alcohol at three o'clock in the morning. So true. Yeah, if you're drinking after 3 a.m., next thing you know, you're on the streets, open container style at 5 in the morning somewhere. Well, now, right? that's fun, though. That's the problem. <laughs> that, that's what it always true. leads to that. That's what I'm yes. saying. And I don't I don't have too many shopping cart rides left in me. You know what Goodbye, I mean? Bye, everybody, Jack. Bye. <laughs> Bye. We got to go. Much love. Bye, Matt. Bye. Bye Great Jack. meeting Bye. you, Matt. Bye, boys. Yes. 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 I you. Well, she didn't know me. <laughs> Great meeting you too. The rest Hi, of them act like the rest of them act like they don't know me when I see them out places. No. All right, folks. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Bye, Matt. Oh my God, I love. It's, we're really getting to watch Matt's son Jack grow up on the show, Alyssa. He's. He's been on uh, more episodes than some of our regular cast members. Oh, no way. That's so sweet. How old is he? I have no concept of, like, I, you couldn't pay me to tell you how old he was. I could, I think, five? I, I think six. Okay. Okay. Isn't, Ryan, do you know? I, well, you know. I know. If I knew what grade 
he was in, I could tell you how old he is, probably. Because mm. wow. it's that old. All right. First grade is it's six plus whatever the grade is. That's how old a kid oh, is. Oh, that's so a good first trip. grade. First grade is a seven. Second grade's eight. I think he was in school. No, 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 no. You don't. You, no, that's not I, right yeah, at no, all. This is right. I was twelve years old in eleventh grade. That's. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, plus six, six. Plus, six plus 11. Hold on. Six plus 11 is 17. <laughs> oh my God. No, um, my kids are now out of school. I don't want to hear numbers like this for a while. I just successfully completed my second uh, year of fourth grade math and I'm done, oh. baby. I don't oh. want to convert any fractions. I don't want to talk about mixed unit anything. I didn't want to hear it. I'm uh, over it. So they're still doing that, huh? They're still doing it to the kids? Math? No, the word. The worst part is, Alyssa, is, you know, you've probably heard them talk about how there's like a new math situation. The reality is they're just proposing multiple ways of solving everything every time. And it is very confusing. Hmm. It's it's there's always like four ways to do it. And I'm like, this is bad. This is no good. Right. Because the <laughs> whole point much. of math is I like being like, there's one way to do that. There's almost some there's almost something nice about like. Like English class, it was like you could write the essay a thousand ways. Math, it's like there's only one way to answer this. There's something kind of nice about that. Yeah, but they're like, you got the answer. How else could you solve it? No. <laughs> I go, whoa. I got oh, the answer. Huh? <laughs> oh, you got me. I only knew one way. <laughs> fuck, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle it. I don't want to do any more math. Um, oh, this is um, this is uh, our next subject is based on my shirt. Um, normally, I wouldn't do shirt comedy. Actually, it's not true. I've done a lot of shirt comedy in my life. Um, what am I, the world? What do you think the rest of this shirt says? What is it? What am I, the world? What are you specifically, Paul Danky? Mm -hmm. This is a shirt identifying me. I'm the world's okay, something. So we're, okay. So you have to, um, what do you think I am, the world? Maggie May, you up first. Okay, so knowing you... <laughs> oh, and you yeah. like to like be at the beach or ponchos and shit. Mm -hmm. It probably says world's citizen. <laughs> Ooh, oh, okay. It I probably like says it. some shit like that. Or like world's, I would have said world's sun, but you were more likely to wear a shirt that says earth sun. Mm. That's your energy. That's, oh, you really do know me. That really is my energy. Uh, I love that. Uh, Ryan Singer, what do you think on the world's? Mm. Uh, well, I mean, everybody knows you're a hunk. That's true. Everybody knows you're a, you're a papa hunk. Um, That's true. And Father's Day is coming up. I don't want to say it's it's like world's greatest dad, but I do think that in your shirt arsenal, you might have world's hunkiest dad shirt. This is a good guess. This is a very good guess. Um, Alyssa... So Ryan, well, we're thinking the same thing. I'm thinking Father's Day is looming around us, worlds, we're talking about kids. But maybe, because you're a funny guy, the kids know you're funny, maybe they go, oh, he'll get a kick out of this. Maybe it's world's worst dad. Oh. <laughs> maybe it's a funny graphic tee. That okay. is a great, that is a, that could, you could be moving units with this uh, t-shirt idea, Alyssa. I okay. just want to let you know, world's note. worst dad. Could really move. Uh, that is not the shirt I'm wearing, but very close. Uh, world's uh, dopest dad. Hunkiest, oh! <laughs> hunkiest, and funny. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we got close. We were, we were honing in on it. 
Yeah. You really did. Um, I, re I really felt, uh, as I wrote down this idea as a question, I was like, this, I'm inviting a roasting. And I knew that was coming. And instead, I just felt like you all very accurately then diagrammed me. This t-shirt was right in the middle of the three yes. suggestions. Yes. Wow. Wow. Oh, that was, that, that was really actually powerful for me. Um, uh, I think they got oh, this for oh, me wait, as a Paul, joke. Paul? Yes, I chime Brian. in with some uh, some uh, chat action. Yes, please. There's uh, there was a guest in from the chat. Uh, oh, Mary Radford said, "World's best host." Oh, that is Look so that. nice. Oh. Look at that. Mary. Look at that, Mary. That is that is so meaningful. But if I was to have a shirt like that, it would mean the fans would have had to send it. And um, not that good of a host, you know. Let's just got to be. Not, am I being humble or honest with myself? I don't know. <laughs> no thank you mary i really appreciate it um it's it's funny to wear a shirt this tacky around in public and i do enjoy that i was walking my kids today and i know that every odd person is thinking what an asshole <laughs> no one wants to think of a of some marijuana daddy walking around but here he is and just i'm on parade you know i'm wearing the bandana i'm making but i feel like obvious. you're in the right place for that although okay. northern california might be a little bit better if you're in grass valley probably everybody's got that shirt on but i if i was in northern california i wouldn't be so bold as to wear this shirt i I've, I've seen a, a a young father with long dreadlocks wearing a child in a baby bjorn riding a longboard okay i know up there i'm not the world's <laughs> dopest dad i'm checking my shit hard what if he rolls up to me and he's like are you and he's like prove it and then we're like doing ollies on the and i have to give him my shirt i, I don't want that that dad is too dope you could be too dope as a dad he's not the father of that child that's too much he's, dopeness he's the galaxy's dopest dad and he's got to get his own fucking shirt <laughs> like buddy you're not you aren't even from this planet <laughs> um i was i wanted to ask another question that was uh very um you and jenny inspired and unfortunately jenny's audio wasn't cooperating so she can be a part of it but you and jenny get to play best friends in this in this movie and that's it's so cute it's one of my i would say it's one of my favorite parts of the movie i just love you two together it's so funny and without giving away too much um you get involved in crime the two of you are involved in crime and so that brings us to our next question what what character trait do you look for in a friend to do crimes with hmm. oh ryan singer what do you look when you when you are about to do a crime you whatever crime you're thinking whatever popped in your head yeah what kind of what do you need in a friend that's going to aid you in this crime well growing up as a latchkey kid this was an important question as a kid growing up you yeah because we were unsupervised we were roaming the neighborhoods free and wild until about 5 36 p.m every <laughs> so we had about a three hour curly window. hair just yeah on. just i had friends i was never good at it i never had i didn't have the nerves for it but i'm looking for i'm looking for boldness and style okay um, like we, oh. my friends, we'd walk into a record store and the contest would be whoever steals the most stuff gets all the stuff everybody stole. 
was the game that we'd play. I'd oh. always walk out with zero items because I could never steal anything because my brother got caught shoplifting some uh you know that remember that breath spray banaka? Banaka, of course. He got busted stealing <laughs> banaka from a Rite Aid pharmacy when he was like eight and I was six and he got taken to the police station and my mom was having a breakdown and crying on the phone and she looked at me and she's like, Don't ever be a thief. <laughs> and that stuck with me. So I could never steal anything because I just remembered my mom scream crying, having to go pick my brother up at the police station. Now, this one kid, Mark Laner who's a teacher now, one time we walked out of a, a, a pro shop at a, golf, a public golf course. He stole four different golf clubs. He had put like drivers down his pant legs. Yes. He had oh. golf balls. He had like a hat. I have no idea, but like, so boldness and style, you know, innovation and technique. Yeah, that's wow. it's, it's kind of the same thing. Wow, this is uh, very well thought out. Tells me a lot about you, Ryan. Actually, it moves you up on my uh, friends to include in crimes list. Uh, very thorough. Um, Maggie, if, what, what, what character traits do you look for in a friend to do crimes with? Ability to keep their mouth shut. Oh. Yes. Everybody out here on social media doing stuff. I can't have people taking selfies and being on Instagram putting exhibit A, B, and C on your stories. Know We're in the vault. Know how to chill. We're in the vault. <laughs> Get all these gold bricks. <laughs> like, oh no. I'm trying to film dances and shit while we're in the middle of a, of a vault and stuff. This is not the time yeah. for Tic Tac shit. No. No, no. There's a time and a place, and definitely not for that. Um, Alyssa, what do you think? What are, what's the quality? What are you looking for in a friend to do crimes with? Well, now this is a little bit close to Ryan, but I'm looking for sort of someone to to kind of cheerlead because there's going to come a moment where I'm going to go, we can't do it, we can't do this, and I'm going to kind of freak out, and I, so I'm going to need them to be a. They need to really have a rally cry. Oh, we're going to go do this bad thing. I need them to be a badass to the bone, bad to the bone, Paul. That's what I'm looking yeah. for. Yeah, yeah, not not something that's going to flake on you. Yeah, or even show that it's almost even more. They need to be leading the charge because if I go, maybe we should do this, and they go, "You're right," then I'm out. But so I need someone who's like, "No, we're doing this." I I bought the the rope. Or <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I think I suggested this for fun. We're stealing this horse. <laughs> we're stealing this horse. I brought the rope. <laughs> yeah yeah no hypothetical hypothetical but we're going to the barn tomorrow night at 6 p.m come hell or high water and we're taking yeah. every horse in there right but uh, yeah hypothetically hypothetically yeah yeah someone that's going to take charge. purposes only hypothetically yeah tomorrow night yeah yeah it's almost like the same person that plans the vegas trip in your friend group that's is right. the same person you know that's usually a good crimes person that's right they're like comfortable with talking to limo drivers on the strip and figuring something out, you know, that's yeah, good. Yeah, logistics, yeah, planning, emails. I think I think for me, if there's a trait that I really need in, in someone I'm gonna do crimes with, it is brains. I need a, I need a smarter person than I am because I yeah. think I'm smart, which lets me know, oh no, oh no, this <laughs> dummy. I fuck it up so fast. I need someone to go, Paul, 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 wait, 
just be patient. I'm I'm already I'm already out the door. I'm, yeah. I think I'm I think I'm a wheel man who thinks he's an idea man. You know what I mean? But I should really just be driving the car. Mm-hmm. So I I need I'm looking for my Danny Ocean out there or or Jacqueline Ocean, you know. I would rather be in the ladies crew, whoever that was. Did you see the Ocean's 8 movie? They really I only saw the Ocean's ball. 11. Dang, I didn't why? Yeah, the classic. You check you checked out for the majority of the Ocean's franchise? Can you believe it? Can you no. believe it? I said I loved it. Good enough. Perfect. I'm out. <laughs> They use Scott Kahn less and less. So you're smart. Yeah. You're smart out of respect for Scott and everything he's doing. <laughs> everything he's doing. What what else has Scott Kahn done? Scott 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 Kahn done? I I don't know. Oh, you know the other thing I think you really need, and this kind of goes with what Maggie was saying, is I want a smooth liar. Yes. I want a real silver tongue. Liar. You need a silver yeah. tongue on the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like this is, you know, in every heist movie, there's the freeze frame where they put up on the screen the title, Escape Artist. Yes. You know, and then it's like, Mastermind. And there's like, they've got a pen. Yes. Or something. Yeah, so you need, I can see you as the wheels guy, but I also, Paul, see you as the silver tongue. It, it, it concerns me that you don't understand the high level of silver tongue you have. I think that I always... I always go too far. I lay it out too far too early. And people are like, this, this dummy, if he said half the amount of words, I would have believed him. But I really, I really play myself early. So when they say like, if you go big with a lie, if you lie, go big, it's more believable. Like you take that to like the next level. Well, you know me, I am, I am too inclined to flights of fancy. I'm lying, but suddenly it's like wizards and shit are involved. And people are like, okay, all right. We knew he was weird, but these conspiracy theories aren't even regular. (laughs) Nobody believes this shit. And I'm just like, no, man, the the Bigfoots, uh, they actually, they they live in the volcanoes. And that's why we got to go to the volcanoes and get the good Bigfoot meat. And that's, you know, I mean, it it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think if the if the four of us had to be a crew. Yeah, yeah. If the four of us had to be a crew, oh gosh. Uh, I mean, my, my back's a little fucked up right now, so I don't want to be like the escape artist. Um, but I feel like I could do, Paul, you want to be the driver? Is that what I, you're saying? I unfortunately, Maggie Silvertongue, Maggie Silvertongue. <laughs> wow. The liar. I feel like I've you're never the seen Maggie called a liar, liar to her face before. I, I don't think I'm good at, well, here's well I, the thing. I, don't, I don't like lying. I'm good at like, oh, you know, we need to get you out of the house for a surprise party. I'll come up with something. But like, I don't like. But I feel like you're the person that if you said something to a stranger, like you have the ability to carry it to the like that. That's that's, that's I could, right. but I don't want to. I never yeah. want to. Okay, but in this scenario where there's only four of us. But yeah, yeah, in this we need you, Maggie. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Well, uh, well, actually, I think we already know that Maggie is really um, she's our weapons expert, and there's no doubt about that. I I don't know if Alyssa has a weapons background, but Maggie, yeah, has got a surprising variety of weapons. Okay, so the muscle. Wow. Yes, 
I'm muscle. Okay, okay. Wow. I'm the the uh, unexpected muscle. I'd be like this one, and then I pull a bat out of my afro and like. <laughs> Alyssa, I feel like you're a great point in person for, and, and that's probably why you're the lead of the hit film Too Late, available now um, on demand in your home. Um, I think I think that you could also really uh, talk almost anybody into anything. Wow. Thank you, Paul. I, I, w- I, w- I would bet that you could return a shirt without a receipt in any retail establishment across the nation. Well, I that's would very believe kind of you to say. I don't like to do it. It makes me uncomfortable. But my grandmother is famous. Wait, Ryan, are you Greek? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, I thought you were. No, Greg is our Greek. Our Greek oh, Greg's son. Greek, he is... but he's not here. Yeah, I don't know. We lost him this time. Okay, well, my Greek grandmother will buy, like, will buy not only buy clothing, but I don't really understand why, but for some reason, the, the tags, she doesn't even like. So not the tags, but like a shirt tag, like a Hanes, like the shirt that she'll cut that out, wear it for a day, and then decide she doesn't want it, and she'll go back without a receipt and return it. Isn't that incredible? Wow. After that altering incredible? the garment. Incredible. <laughs> I wouldn't have the stones. No, me wouldn't. neither. Me neither. I think you, I think hopefully you age into it where you get to a certain point where you go, no, you know what? I've lived here long enough. You're going to take back this shirt. Yeah. I can't even I, return like the wrong item at a restaurant that they bring me. Same, same. Like if they like, totally wrong dish. You're fine. You're fine, sir. I think you should eat it. Yeah. Are you, are you allergic to it, sir? Well. Right. Just eat it and take it. Shut up. Don't be a problem. No, I'll send it back in a minute. Yeah. If I'm going out, I want what I want. And if I said what I wanted, like, there's, I'm not going to be mean, share Adam or nothing like that, but I'll be what I, because if I wanted to eat what I didn't want to eat, I would have stayed home and not paid We're any money. to 7-Eleven at 3 a.m. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would have known what I was getting into with their hot dogs and shit. Picked it out myself. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, Nah, sorry, this is not what I want. I mean, if you're kind about it. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. I also but feel I think like that's if more it's... of a woman thing. I think men have a harder time doing that, sending that stuff back. Yeah. Like, so you need one anything? Thing that... I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'll send sure. back uh, French fries now because I love French fries and I eat them so sporadically now that I feel like if I'm eating a French fry, it better be fucking fantastic. If it comes out cold, I'm like, how dare you? How dare you run an establishment that gives out cold fries? Okay. I didn't get this post made. I came in to pick it up. I'm standing in your restaurant and these French fries are cold. Where's your self-respect as a business? How the, you know, Return. I'm not. I'm not returning this. You are correcting this because I came here for French fries. <laughs> I came here for French fries and to give you a lecture. And I just gave you a lecture, so I'm gonna need those fries also. <laughs> I'll never try to return food to a guy with big ear gauges in his ear at a restaurant because they don't give a fuck about their job. Or really, you can return anything to them. They're usually down to. Like I'll yeah, return. They want to fuck the establishment. They're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck their food costs. <laughs> fuck their food. We're gonna get yeah. them at the. That's how we take down the system. This through is how we food win. Costs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
fuck up every order just a little bit. Yes. Just a little bit. Oh, well, man, you fuck I up your. I know. Oh you my did God. it. You did it. I. It's this. It's fry season, and I can't. It's help fry it. season. Yeah, it is. it is. My girlfriend's got me addicted to the Cajun fries at Wingstop. Oh my God, that sounds so good. <laughs> it's and they give if you order the large. I mean, they give you a lot, and they're like that perfect combination of like hot and soggy. Yes, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where it's got all the 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 flavor just in that mm-hmm. little in that little soggy juice, a little bit, a little yep. bit. Of juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they so knew you're supposed to leave the juice in there. That's good. That means they really care about your. Happiness. I mean, I can walk to a wing stop from my new place. I mean, oh, I'm not no. afraid. I'm not afraid. Just walk. <laughs> I mean, it, just walk over there and be like, hit me with the, hit me with the usual. Like I walk, I'm like Norm. Oh my God. Cheers. Like I just sit at the bar in the wing stop. You're just sitting there reading about crystals in a wing stop. Do, yeah. Do, I mean, you are an anomaly, Ryan Singer. I didn't think you existed. <laughs> if I didn't know you were real, I wouldn't fucking believe it. I got leftover wing stop in the fridge right now. Don't try me on this. <laughs> Wingstop's terrified right now. They're they're about to call the cops. They're going. Ryan's not in yet. What's happening? Yeah, where, where is he? Where is he? I'm they, worried. They're doing a health and wellness check. Sending over the, the fry cook, knocking on my door by eleven thirty. The fry guy's sure made too okay, many fries. He's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> There's Ryan left. <laughs> You're over there fucking up their inventory, not ordering food. They're like, we got too much stock <laughs> out here. We were accounting for singers' tot intake. Yeah. Well, they call me Rye Guy the Fry Guy over there. So it's like Ooh. I make all my decisions in life based on whether I can rhyme with the action or the activity or the thing. <laughs> so it's like I'm Rye Guy the Fry. I got to eat fries because I'm Rye. You know, I do. I only do bringer shows because of my last name, Singer. So, you know, oh. this is how I live my life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought you were going to go onion ringer ryan singer you oh, could really turn love your a, name into a whole plethora can we talk about this real quick i know it's like almost eight o'clock but it's almost eight o'clock but yeah i'll let let's can, i'll let you because uh, i feel like i'm guilty of this i just don't think i've ever really truly appreciated the, the different stylistic choices and the options that you can have an onion ring in as a side as a fried side you know like i feel like they're maybe the most underappreciated fried side now go on, because I've only seen the classic. Like the big old ring. The big old ring. Now go on. Have you have you seen this the is a great onion? opening? Have you ever seen the blue? Well, onion? A lot of the new innovations in onion rings. That's true. That's true. That's yeah. true. Now the I, I got a question onion. while we're on it. Do they take a big ass onion and just dump it in? <laughs> or is there more nuance to it? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta eat it with a fork. It's so good. It's like so thinly sliced. Right, so into it's almost like strings, almost like um, what, what's that uh, stuff you put on Christmas trees? The French like fry. Oh, oh, garland, tinsel, garland, or garland. tinsel. It's like tinsel. It's almost like deep fried tinsel that's oniony. Mm-hmm. And then if you get like a good, maybe like Cajun cream sauce uh, or something mm-hmm. like that, that you can just you just you just fork it up. You know what I mean? You just fork it, boom, boom, mm-hmm. and now you're now you're ringing it. <laughs> The uh, it's really yeah, it's really good. The uh, friend of mine told me he's like the two highest caloric 
intake items of any restaurant in the country. Uh, number two is the blooming onion, and number one is like the super blooming onion, whatever oh. that is. <laughs> blooming onion with sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's the blooming onion. Yeah. How do they take it? Onion that they, and they, turn they it have so number bad. one and two spot. They hold yeah. the top two. Yeah. No one saw that going to onion. No one thought onion was taking no. number one and two. On no one. No one. Nobody. A vegetable? That's nuts, bro. Right? Good for it. That's, Honestly, good for it. I feel like I know should trade tomato to vegetable for fried onion. Yeah. I feel like it's a fair trade. I can't You're, believe Paul Danky had a tomato smoothie. That era oh, tomato oh. milkshake. A strawberry it, tomato. It fucked me up because you know I was I was uh, I was having some drinks before I went there. Obviously, having a great time, and it when it your brain is just not you're assuming you're tasting what you're you should be, and then it's like, and then you're then you cannot count you cannot figure out what it could possibly. It's just like there's no. Is this metal? Am I getting the metal of the cup to get metal shavings in here? What? Hmm. Blood in my mouth. Is there? Did I, did I did I lose a tooth and I'm bleeding while I'm drinking this milk? It was, oh my god! For, I have not been back. <laughs> I think you're drinking tooth blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm, I think I've got some tooth blood in the smoothie. Did someone have a root canal while they were making my milkshake? <laughs> this blood tastes like a cavity. <laughs> um, the bloomin' onion is definitely that is a a post COVID appetizer that is going to take a huge popularity hit. These disgusting hand bowls. I'll tell you what, Paul, I think they're coming back in full swing. I think we're going in and going, <laughs> we haven't been able to share food. Let's get the, let's split a damn popsicle. You know, yeah. it's like, let's, <laughs> let's, how close can I get to your mouth? You let's know, mama bird some clam chowder praying. to each other. We're doubling down on this. It does. It is thrilling. I suppose there is now, now you know, sharing a bloom and onion. You get a little bit of that, uh, a little bit of that risk, that that risk high. A little bit of whatever that buzz is from putting yourself into mortal peril, mortal peril, <laughs> mortal peril. <laughs> How did I pronounce peril? That was very wild. <laughs> um, all right, this is going to be our last topic of uh, of conversation before we get out of here. Alyssa, thanks for joining us in the green zoom. Uh, it's thanks been so nice to have what you. Fun. What fun! What fun! This is nice. This is more time than Alyssa and I uh, spend on screen together in the hit film Too Late, which you can come and appreciate where we um, walk past each other, I think. In the scene. <laughs> I think I think that's how much we actually. But um, <laughs> but you could tell you could just feel like you can easy. feel it. You can feel the sequel. There's going to be a lot of, of our characters. Yeah, you can feel walking past each other. Yep. Got a real ships in the night energy. Is that what you're Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Um, two very important ships, both going very important directions. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. My final question of the night will be: um, What is oh, what is an appetizer worth risking your life for? Um, I think the bloomin' onion is uh, inspired by the danger of the bloomin' onion. Um, for me, an appetizer worth um, risking your life for is um, shrimp cocktail. Oh, because every time you eat it, it kind of feels like a gamble anyway. So now I feel 
I feel like it's even, it's just right. It's already, it was already dangerous. You know, now it's triple dog dangerous. Yeah. Maggie, what's an appetizer you'd risk your life for? Oh. Mm, I would risk a lot for, okay. One is a real appetizer, but I will say something that I would eat as an appetizer. It's not an official appetizer. Um, <laughs> Uh, potato, uh, loaded potato skins. Yeah. I like that. I might, you know, run a red light for that. But if they had a uh, chopped up lobster rolls, oh, I'll drive Ooh. through a red light with my hug. I'll risk my whole life. I'll risk it all. <laughs> Love lobster rolls. I had, a, I had two lobster rolls like two weeks ago. I still can't, still can't stop thinking about them. Ah, uh, yum. Yeah, I don't know a, if I've a, ever had a lobster roll. Mm. Well, right, that, two you know what? Play. That's karma for saying you were from New Haven, Massachusetts. You'd be drowning in lobster rolls. You wouldn't know what to do with yourself. You'd have so many. You deserve one. I deserve it. I deserve. I deserve it. I, oh, I blew my cover. Oh my God. Um, Ryan, did you give us the appetizer you'd risk your life for? Um, I think, you know what I'd really, I, I would risk my life probably for, you know, the perfect, the perfect buffalo chicken dip mm. or like some really good, like from Benny's tacos, which I just had for the first time today, like their tortillas, they're like in-house tortilla chips they make, mm. um, like a really good tortilla chip with like the really good, not too spicy, but still hot, still bring some heat to that buffalo chicken cheese dip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My aunt makes it. Whenever I'm in Ohio for Christmas, I everyone just waits for her to show up so they can be first in on the dip, on the buffalo that chicken awesome. dip she makes. That's yeah. awesome. I want that for my life. I want to be someone who has a, a, a dish so good that people, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be anti crab dip. Right. Yeah. The whole, you know, a whole holiday. Yeah. That, that is awesome. You got to be careful though, because if you bring a dish that you only kind of like, and then suddenly that becomes your reputation, reputation, it is, um, right. it's tough. It's tough to shake your dish in a family or a group situation. <laughs> my wife's yeah. been making, um, I, um, I have a signature dish in our house. We often bring the dessert. My wife makes a cookie that will knock your ass out. I love that. Knock your I love ass everything clear you just out. said. My ass loves being knocked <laughs> out. People always tell me, they're like, oh, I know cookies. Cookies are good. I'm like, just fucking wait. This thing is going to bury you. You know, Paul, people who say that have never had a good fucking cookie. <laughs> I'm just like, look, maybe people you who just say, oh, cookies are good. Cookies. Cookies are good. I like cookies. They've never had the good cookie, right? Yeah, no. What are you, what are you eating? Yeah, you're eating. Yeah. Was this our first day eating cookies here? You're just going to yeah. talk about cookies like they can't be <laughs> amazing? Yeah. I got to try these cookies. I got to try. Oh, you'll, and does you'll she love feel them. the burden of it? Does she not really like the cookies? Has it kind of become her, her you know? Well, the, the burden is is perfecting them and keeping them at top quality mm. because, you know, 
the, you know, what type of butter and how soft the butter is. And, you know, when you mix up, it all makes a difference. And, and, uh, you know, my grandmother, uh, rest in peace, she was a very critical <laughs> food appreciator and she would notice that things weren't quite, uh, at, uh, up to par, but no, uh, my wife's cookies, they'll knock you out. So we pretty much bring these cookies every time. Um, uh, also a banana pudding. It's pretty good. Oh, oh. really good banana pudding. You're talking about Nilla wafers, right? Mm, of course there's oh. Nilla wafers. Oh, that sounds great. Oh, there's I'm some going to, I'm real going to grocery after this. Oh yeah. What do you have? An, do you have a signature dish, Alyssa? Do you bring anything all the time? Not really. Not really. No, but I, I, I remember my brother and I once being young and being like, we want this. We want to do this. We want to have a thing. And we made got to be the world's worst cookies we've, we've ever made because <laughs> we tried putting like, yeah, everything in it. But no, I'm, I'm still on the, I'm still on like a quest for that. It's tough, you know, now that because I have, have kids now, I've been to so many more potluck style events and you get to see a lot of people's, you know, their signature dish. And oh, really? I'll tell you what you don't want to be is the quinoa family. Oh, sad, <laughs> sexless quinoa family. Oh, no God. romance. Nuh-uh. Just like, woof. oh, yeah, this is very healthy. Yeah, for the adults. Yeah, we're all glad it's here. Oh, my God. What are you, you doing? Take all that quinoa right back home. Yeah. Packing up a that lot of quinoa, quinoa. That the whole neighborhood breathed on. You now got to put it back in your fridge. <laughs> oh, Notice the macaroni is gone. The quinoa <laughs> is full. No matter how you make quinoa, that shit will be dry as a bone. I mean, that uh, stuff, you taste every kernel going down. It uh, is not a smooth ride. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to love. It is hard to love. Ryan, do you have a signature dish? I know you're a you're a big potluck guy. I'm sure. Uh, I do have a signature. Uh, I do, but it's not a dish. It's a drink. Ooh. Although it's kind Check of a, me in. It's kind of a dish drink. Kind of a drink dish. Eggnog, homemade eggnog. No fucking way. Ooh. And you know, it's I I didn't know if I was going to be in California or Ohio for the holidays and. My girlfriend's family was like, oh, you don't have to come. Just make sure you make some of your eggnog for her to bring over. Like, they didn't care if I showed up. They just wanted the eggnog. Because they had first tried the eggnog on Thanksgiving, being very wow. skeptical. This is one of these dishes where people are like, you're bringing eggnog? Uh, right. You're making egg? Like, you don't have to do slam. that. They're like, the you don't slam. have to do that. Yeah. And then you kind of bring it, and then people are skeptical. They don't even want to try it. People are like, I never really liked eggnog. And I was like, well, yeah. if you've Especially ever had out a of liquid. Season. Yeah. And it's like, but real eggnog, when you make it, tastes like a liquid sugar cookie. Oh. And so, and then I can make a lactose free, I can make a dairy free version that I can also Ooh. make that I've been trying to perfect. But uh, so now that's the, uh, if I don't show up with my eggnog, especially, I mean, I make it, I'll make it not even around the end of the year. I'll make it in the summer. Oh, uh, nothing like a refreshing nog on the patio during a <laughs> 105 degree, you know, <laughs> LA summer day. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> The perfect temperature day for us to be thinking about your delicious homemade eggnog. <laughs> yeah, but I'll tell you, it's it's. I don't put any booze in it because I let people put add their own booze because different people like different booze if they want to go boozy eggnog with it. Right. So I don't I don't booze it up. Wow, yum. Do you have a signature dish? Too. Me. Um, mm -hmm. 
I'm let's see. I'm in everything in a minute. Probably like uh, I'm a I make a good queso that I like to buy. I put all kinds of stuff in that. I did a lobster queso one year for Christmas. It was badass. (laughs) Um, I do a macaroni that's pretty tight. Yeah. Um, I'm blanking on them right now, but like. Trust me, if I did, I'm bringing back home. I mean, you had me at lobster queso. Yeah, lobster queso. Let alone multiple options. I can only imagine what the other stuff is. My God. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this would would be a signature dish at a Guy Fieri restaurant. Mm -hmm. Lobster queso. Like, this sounds fun and funky. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you. The compliment. I love Guy. (laughs) I love Guy Fieri. Oh, my God. Every restaurant he goes to, I'm like, this is exactly where I want to go to lunch. (laughs) No. No misses. No misses. Um, back, now we got All I do is watch Triple D. Oh, Triple D? Yeah, are you kidding? That's how... I don't... G. I never studied abroad. The grocery games. Ooh. I don't, I don't know anything about the grocery <laughs> games. So I got to check that one out. You need to. Alyssa, Alyssa <laughs> you got to hit us with the appetizer you would die for before we get on out of here. Okay, before we get on out of here, the appetizer I would die for... Quinoa salad, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's that's me eyeballing Alyssa going first to the quinoa at the buffet going, oh. (laughs) Now I know. And I write it down in my little uh, notes I have about everybody that I know. And, man, that never comes out. Man. Alyssa, thanks for being on the show this week. It was great having you in the green room. This was truly so fun. Thanks for having me. You guys are awesome. This was so great. Yeah, it was fun. Great to meet you. Great to meet you. See you around. Where can people uh, find you, Alyssa? Um, At Alyssa Limp on Instagram and Twitter. You'll see updates about the movie that Paul Dunkey is in and Maggie May is in. Yeah. Yeah, Check it out, and uh, I love I love all of your videos. I tell you all the time. I've sent you too many messages already saying how hilarious you are, but so funny. No, you are so incredibly funny, and it's such a joy chatting with you. Yeah, I, I this was really really fun. This was awesome. I I, I, I I dare to say one of the most fun times I've had on Zoom. Hey, oh. now that that's tough. That we're gonna we're gonna put that in our blurb section. We're there gonna you put go. you on that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for joining us everybody we'll see you next time in the green zoom thanks everybody that's our show thanks for joining us this week in the green zoom i'm so glad you came what a great time to see you again even though it's it's only in the mind's eye Hey, if you want to find out more about what we're doing here in the Green Zoom, make sure you follow us on social media on Instagram and Twitter at in the Green Zoom. You can find out when uh, all these comics are getting back out on the road. Not me yet. I'm taking it slow. <laughs> I got to go easy on myself. Uh, check us out every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. We record this live. Hop in the chat. Say what's up. Uh, we always love to hear from people and uh, get some suggestions on the questions. 
uh, Nightlight. They put the whole thing together for us every week, and they do a great job. Uh, check them out if you're looking for some live streaming services here in L.A., or they'll, they'll travel to you. Special thanks to everybody that helps put in the Green Zoom on. Of course, my cast members. I love it and uh, just have such a great time doing it with them. Uh, thanks to all of you for tuning in. We couldn't do it without you. Wouldn't. That would be weird. Then it's just, what is that? That's having a phone call. And that's also nice, actually. Big group phone call every week could be lovely. Big thanks to Brian Granillo for producing In the Green Zoom uh, for Avail Comedy and Jessica Kelly over there for taking care of everything. Big shout out to Jordan Katz and Kenny Siegel for the theme song, Pedal Steals, played by Mark McGonville, and I love it. Um, also a huge fan of the In the Green Zoom artwork done by Luke McGarry. Such a great talent, such a hilarious dude. Follow him on Instagram. He's got a lot of great stuff, and he's always, always, always putting out new material. So prolific. Uh, thanks again to all of you. I'm Paul Danke. We'll see you next time in the Green Zoom. <laughs>